You are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley and Tristan Schaub. This podcast delivers this duo's combined experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech Studios, Nicole Cowley. everyone and welcome to a recorded interview that I did just this morning. This is the Tuesday after Labor Day, September 5th with Dr. Christopher Collins. Dr. Christopher and I met actually on uh, Instagram and he is the founder of chirogram.marketing. He uh, specializes in growing Instagram accounts for chiropractors and he has grown his down in Florida at a awesome rate. So what I wanted to do was uh, just bring him on here and allow him to share as much expertise and knowledge with you that we can on Instagram. So I do have to apologize. We um, had some internet issues actually on my end. He's down in Florida where Hurricane Irma may or may not be hitting soon. So all prayers with him over the next week. But it recorded his uh, voice, but it didn't record mine. So I'm going to fill in some of the questions that I asked him. But for the most part, I'm going to cut our interview up and share with you just the amazing tips that he gave us. So let's go ahead and jump right into the interview. I, I love the space that is sort of uh, untouched where there's a lot of opportunity. And for the most part, Personally, I would engage more with Instagram than I do with Facebook. I sort of scan what's on Facebook when it comes through. People hit me with ads. I might engage, but I just noticed personally, I would engage more with brands. I would comment more. I would like more. I would share stuff more on Instagram. And so as I got into Instagram, it just seemed like there wasn't as much activity from a doctor standpoint. There was nobody in my town to even compete with at all. So... I don't know. I just saw an opportunity there and I started building up, uh, sharing what I was doing in the office and then doing some of the backend strategies that I use with Chirogram, but uh, following, liking and engaging with people in town so that they would look at what the practice is doing, see pictures of me adjusting people, um, to me talking about the nervous system, different things that you would want to share with people, but leveraging that platform and uh, basically being in their feed every day. It's a little different than Facebook where you can just unfollow even though you're friends with somebody. With Instagram, if you're following them, you're going to be in their feed, you know, especially as your engagement goes up and you have more followers. You now with new algorithms get kind of pushed into their feed. So the more popular you are, you're going to be in their feed and they're going to see what's going on in your office if you guys are friends. I, w I actually find it's sort of counterintuitive, but I find on follow back ratios. So I, everything I'm doing, I'm measuring of the energy that I put into following people who's following back. So I can tap into little gold mines of, you know, people who are going to follow back. When I'm set up as a business account, I don't get the same follow back ratio. I don't get the same engagement. It's strange. You'd think, I know it sets up better for analytics and potentially ads, but from a, people like to follow people. They like to follow uh, that person, that account with an avatar that's a person's face. I find this too with my Facebook ads for the practice as well. When I have sort of a logo up there, doesn't do as well as when I have a picture of my face smiling on there that's, you know, in their feed. 
And the same is true for Instagram. Uh, the only reason I have Chirogram set up as a business page is because I have, you know, two separate emails and I can't have two personals running through the same device. So otherwise I would, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, it depends on what you want to do, like what your goals are. I would say any account that you're going to use to grow that you want to grow rapidly, that's beyond just consumption. So if you want to have an Instagram account where you follow uh, surfing and golf and this and that, and you just want to consume media, keep that separate, keep it, keep it a private account. Um, you know, you only follow the, basically the feed that you want to consume. That's a separate thing. And it could have a name that nobody knows or cares about your faces and on it, whatever, but anything where you want to create a brand, whether it's personal or practice or anything where you're going to be following and you're going to be engaging with a lot of people, your feed essentially, uh, becomes useless. It's going to be filled constantly with tons of people that tons of stuff that you're hardly going to want to engage with. So on that end, I would encourage people to have for consumption purposes, a private invisible account. And then for your brand within that, if you want to separate and say, okay, do I want to have an actual practice account for Bob chiropractic? And then like the actual chiropractors account, I would tell you to sort of blend both and you want to have a nice within your feed. I see a lot of memes. People are putting up a ton of memes and I want to encourage people to keep it more personal. So within your practice account and you'll, you'll notice this too with the people that you follow, it's you'll get more likes. You'll see more likes on pictures of people. Um, if anything, at least you adjusting somebody, people see your face, people see you talking. You're the, the authority in your town, uh, being a doctor, short little 60 second clips of you talking about neuralgia or whatever, um, with more sporadic memes, if that makes sense. But having that blend of you as the doctor that's representing your practice, even if the name of the account isn't Christopher J. Collins, you know, it could still be Bob chiropractic or whatever, but it's you engaging as a person with the audience and then pictures of the clinic or other stuff spread in, but there should be that checkerboard uh, where there's definitely a personal feeling that people can um, anchor to because they'll anchor to the personality. They, that's who they want more than just the, uh, the information. You know. All right. That was Dr. Collins sharing his opinion on I asked him about the doctor business accounts uh, versus your clinic page and how you should be representing yep. yourself on Instagram. Now I wanted to jump in and ask him more about how much time you need to be spending there and most importantly, what you should be sharing. Uh, I heard I heard Gary V actually say it and I thought it was a good shift was documenting over creating. So if you're, it, it shouldn't be something that seems arduous like that to where, oh my God, I've got to meet my, my schedule of this many posts today or what, in, in general, you want to post every day. I, I, I also find specifically for Instagram, sort of a, a strange flip to this is the longer I'll leave a post up, the more engagement I'll get on it, which which is strange because we're all told, you know, three to five posts a day, a, a day, seven posts, you know, constantly, and you know, we want to stay in the feed. But I also notice that I get more engagement. So what I'm tending to do more is, is post a little bit less and have more meaningful posts. You know, even in my uh, copy that I'll write down, it's almost like a diary now of what I'm writing. I'm really trying to connect with people more than 
just inundate them with the next picture. And I, I really even cleaned up my feed because I just had a lot of content that I was pumping out. And I, and I really am trying to look at it as more of a lifetime journey that has really quality material for people to latch on to about my feelings and what's going on. And, and uh, think of it more as do of documenting your journey. Everybody has this assumption that they've arrived. I feel like within the human condition, you know, that like today you've got it all figured out and you don't want to share anything that might expose you as being weak or poor, you know, not, not a great doctor or perfect, but the people that will come to your office through Instagram and the people that will stay with you are going to stay with you because you're a, do a great doctor, but because you're a human being. And so the nice thing about Instagram is you can leverage that and people can get to know you, get to know what happens in your office and you can get to share who you are and be very personal, not inappropriate, but personal. And that's what you want to use Instagram for. And when you shift into just documenting what's happening in your life, what's happening in your practice, what's going on, it's not taxing to jump on the story. And that's, and, and that's where I would say to segue into stories the story is the real place for updates. So ever since Instagram has shifted now to doing stories like Snapchat does, you have Instagram changing the way that it, or that people operate with it. So where the, the feed used to be that constant updating for me, with stories it's not anymore. Or stories are now where I'm gonna update. So I use my feed for sort of my milestones, my, my profound moments. I may post every few days or even once a week sometimes if I'm busy in the actual feed. But the story, I think Snapchat was, you know, really led that whole thing. So what you found with Snapchat, where Instagram initially was the place for the perfect picture. It's photo driven, right? You had, you perfectly set up all your things on the tabletop and everything, the lighting was perfect and you snapped that perfect picture. Snapchat wasn't like that. Snapchat was raw. Snapchat was little quick clips of what's going on. The lighting in the background maybe wasn't perfect, but people got a real sense, and that's why it took off, was the reality of it, the truth of it. People love that unpolished uh, thing. Same thing is going to carry into Instagram. You can use, what I don't know if it's even 10 or 15 second clips, but you're taking little story is the key word, story. Okay, if you have a fragmented, disconnected set series of 10 and 15 second clips for the day, you're losing the whole point. It should be a story that you tell from beginning to end through the day or over days, you know, but maybe you start off and it's, uh, okay, stupid, easy example. We're going to go today to the vintage market to pick out a dresser, right? So. The day start. The story starts off in the morning with, "Hey, we're getting. This is me and my wife. We're having a cup of coffee. We're so excited. We're going to this market." You, you can tag in the story where you're going. Okay, you can put at, and it will bring a link to go there. We're going to be there. We're so excited. We're hopping in the car. And then, 15 minutes later, 30 minutes later, you're in the car, and you guys are talking, and you're doing the phone back and forth about what you're excited and hope you find. And then, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, it's you walking up, and you see the door, and all of a sudden, and you're tagging. And this is just an example of like a vintage um, rehab place, but you could do this with your office too, you know, like uh, so excited. Today's the dinner with the doc talk. You know, you're saying that in the morning, you're promoing it, you're giving a link for it. Uh, 
hey, it's six o'clock. I'm getting ready to show up at the dinner with a doc. I'm so excited. We got 30 people going, da, 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 blah, 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 you know. Then the next one is in you walking up to the restaurant and you're walking in and there's 30 people there and you're saying hi to everybody and they're saying hi back. And then whoever, you know, is there has you doing the talk on your next one. And then the last thing is, can I, can I take, can I, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you the why. Okay. Cause this is, this is what I think is missing uh, for some of these guys and, and girls out there who are sort of not sure. I'm going to have a moment with you. You ready? If you don't, if you don't get it together and you don't start leveraging Instagram and that platform for your practice, if you have any intentions on having a practice for more than five years, you're going to get worked by some kid that's coming fresh out of school that grew up on social media and knows how to leverage it. So if you're wasting time every day that you are not investing in this, you are missing out on the potential to have a larger and larger following of people and have that real estate established that somebody else is going to come in and snatch up in your town if you're not going to do it. It's not a little toy. It's not the little Instagram or the Facebook thing. It is media now. It is the way that people interact and it is going to progressively become that. Facebook and Instagram. Facebook bought Instagram for a reason. It is the power that it has for people's attention. If you do not start leveraging it, you are going to lose. And you can do that. That's up to you, but I would highly encourage you if you plan on practicing in the future, beyond right now, to start doing it, okay? Please, for, for, and, and, and that is why I do what I do. It's not for the money, it's pennies compared to what a chiropractor will make. It's because I firmly believe that chiropractors have an opportunity right now on sort of the mission side of it. We can't compete with drug companies for television ads. We can't. You can't compete for social authority in your town with what medical doctors and orthopedic surgeons have. But there is an opportunity with real estate right now with social media. There is a ton of attention that is in droves flooding to social media. Instagram and Facebook primarily. Snapchat is a younger demo. And you can invest in it for more of a long term. But I would say Instagram and Facebook, okay? You have people's attention in a way because... They're, they're watching TiVo. They're on Netflix. Nobody's watching those television commercials right now. Dr drug companies haven't figured out. They're still dumping billions of dollars into advertising. And we have the potential right now to have people's attention. And it's a moment in time. It's a window. And I don't know how long that window is. But from a grassroots level, you can shift the way that people think about their health. Drugs and surgery, you can rewire that and have people seeing wellness, nutrition, chiropractic in their feed every single day and have way more of their attention than you would even pay for 10 grand for the television ads that they might watch, maybe. So you have a moment right now if you can take advantage of it, and that's why I'm doing what I do. Get in their face and share chiropractic with them. Show people in your town what chiropractic is and get in their feed. You are a media company now. You have the ability to export chiropractic to as many people as will follow you. So your goal every day should be to acquire a larger and larger audience of people who are seeing what chiropractic is so we can change the world like BJ Palmer style. And every day you are not, you are blowing it because you're missing an opportunity to get in front, not for your business, not for the money, for the principle of chiropractic and what it has the potential to do for humanity and why you went to school, get in front of people, grow your following for real. Like really, that's why, I, that's why I'm doing this. It's not for... Any other reason, grow your practice on Instagram 
So it can be two or three years from now and you've steadily been doing it. And you have 50,000 people following what you're doing, 100,000 people. And you have an influence on the world and in your town for chiropractic and health and real health and getting people off of drugs and surgery. That's why you do it. So, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll, get off, I'll get off my soapbox. But the why is what's important. Speaking of products, I wanted to take a short break and share a quick message. This episode of Cairo Social Tech Raw is brought to you by Volt Tape. Volt Tape is the first and only sports tape to combine the benefits of tape with an all-natural energy solution for revolutionary, drug-free, pain relief, enhanced athletic performance, and improved recovery. It's safe, it's easy to use, and it works. Shop the link in our show notes to try Bolt Tape today. Okay, so that absolutely gave me chills. That is great. I love everything that Dr. Collins just said there. So with that in mind, let's jump yeah. right in. And I want to dive into step-by-step the tools, the tips, the yep. tricks, the hacks that he has for you to get started utilizing Instagram for your chiropractic office. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to rant from assuming that you, you just like put your Gmail account in and started Instagram today. Okay. So step one, sign up for Instagram and get an Instagram account. Your name should be something that is accessible. So Avoid and you know avoid being casual with even your Instagram name. It should be something that I that that speaks to authority, and either your practice name or you as a doctor. So, um, Doctor Bob or you know Bob Wellness or something like that. You know, like something that speak. Don't do like Bob zero three seven six two. You know, whatever. Do do something that looks professional. Okay. So step one, pick a good name. Uh, step two, throw up a good avatar of your face looking professional, um, close enough that because the avatars are small, close enough that somebody can see your face, and maybe a little bit of your scrub line or something like that. Not cheesy, but kind of nice. From there, but um, okay, so from there, you need to put, you need to fill up your feed, which is going to be nine photos, nine posts. You need to throw up nine posts, so at least you have one visual page of posts. Boom, 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 boom. And it should tell, in your feed, give people a sense in those first nine posts of what your why your practice is special. They should be well-lit, high-def photos. You need to pay attention to what's behind you. Okay, if you take a really nice picture and you got some like weird junk going on back here, cheesy. Don't do blurry photos. This is a huge problem I see with people on Instagram. They want to repurpose photos from like 1996 that they took on their Nikon or whatever, like first so the photos that you put up should be well lit. They shouldn't be dark like you're in a dungeon. It should feel light. It should feel approachable. Don't oversaturate it with memes. If you don't know what a meme is, you can download an app called Word Swag. It's five bucks and you can throw on a nice photo, little quotes from you and things like that, but don't oversaturate. You can also throw your logo up if you save a PNG file to your iPhone to do this. But um, don't oversaturate your account with memes. Keep it personal and show photos of your face and your scrubs, things that speak to doctorness. okay? You and your scrubs, you and your lab coat, um, you 
analyzing x-rays, treating patients, talking about different conditions, little blurbs, little 60-second blurbs in your feed. Fill up your account with this. Don't be cheesy. Be honest. And that's the most important thing is I would say, and this is going to be hard for some, some people who are over 30 or 40 years old, is you're looking at Instagram and Facebook as a way to market your business. And if I can shift you out of that, look at it as a way to document your life and connect with people in a real and authentic way. So don't just market your business and have cheesy plugs for the next event that's coming up. Be real. Talk about what you're doing, what's going on in the office. Because people who are, I would say, under 35, I don't know what generation that is, people who are in their 20s and 30s especially can smell bullshit from a mile away. So if you're if you're cheesy on in what you're putting up and you're salesy, you need to have the right intent. And I won't rant on that forever, but stay honest. Be a real person, even though you're talking into your cell phone. Okay. Um, okay. B beyond that, hashtags. So every post in your first comment, not in the caption for the uh, I see this happen a lot people put it in the caption that's valuable real estate to the picture should just kind of make people want to go what is that and then they look down at the caption it shouldn't be where you put all your hashtags use that real estate to tell the story and, and, and give a deeper sense of what that photo means and what it represents and talking about your practice and what's happening the first comment you should put up immediately after you put that post it should be real quick and you should have a list of up to 30 uh, hashtags and this can this should be a combo of both local specific so in in my town there's there's a it's called Martin County rocks people put these little rocks up and they paint them and they put little things and they hide them all over town that is a very hyper specific hashtag for Martin County you would want to leverage ones like this and, and if you do any sort of searching around you could type in your city in the search bar and you can look for posts and hashtags that come up you know and you can basically it takes a little time to develop this but find a little cache of local hashtags that anybody who's local will they'll pop up okay and then after that you also want to have sort of split between the hyper localized very very specific but also have ones that are a little more global that will get attention maybe not only in your town and it could be um, and you can actually do this. You can type you can type into the search bar for hashtags and you can see what comes up and how many thousands or millions of times that hashtag's been used. And so you can leverage hyper specific ones locally and also ones that are a little broader. Someone's looking for a chiropractor or wellness or trigger point therapy or upper cervical or so you know, some of these you kind of split and do both. So kind of global. So that's hashtags. I would say don't use 30 even though you have the ability to, because to me it looks kind of cheesy, I would say, I don't know, 10 to 20 maybe. Just You don't want to have that stack. At, yeah, it can be a little cheesy when you have so many. Uh, but beyond that, so that's the post. Your, your caption should be very personal. It shouldn't be cheesy. Um, I'm sure you talk to them about copywriting, but the more personal you are and connected you are, it will mean more to people than just like a quick sales pitch. Uh, you want to be informative. Here's the combo informative and entertaining. 
So to me, the, those two, yes, yes. And, and that's a whole nother conversation. It, it's very polarizing for people. I find, especially over 30 is the use of emojis. It tends to irritate people, but there's a sweet, yeah. Yeah. And I figured this out over time. There's a, an emoji is, is a neat thing. It's a new language. It within people, especially under 30, an emoji has the ability to color with emotion, what you're saying and really add, you know, in, in a sense, it's almost like a visual, like if you were, you and me are talking, you can see kind of what I mean. You can hear my words, and, but my tone and what, what I look like kind of gives you a better sense of what I mean. Emojis do that too. If you're, if you are annoying with emojis, you know, it's like, Hey, this rocks guitar, 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 lightning bolt, fire, flame, explosion. Yeah. That's, you know, relax because that's like that annoying person, you know, that's over the top and over dramatic in conversation too, but you can color the one or two, you know, at the end of something or through your copy, just don't have a run of them. I think is, is a good, um, you got this, you got this cool feed that you're building and you have 20 followers, nobody cares, right? So here's probably the most strategic nuts and bolts thing I can tell people to do that they sh should be watching this uh, conversation we're having the whole time for this one point. And that's how do you build your following? Because everybody wants to know how do I get more followers? So if you have time and you wanna do it manually, if you wanna do it manually and you don't wanna pay for somebody like me to do it for you, this is the trick, this is what you do. Just like in real life, how you would, you know, reach out and kind of touch somebody and say, hey, now all of a sudden you have a new friend that could end up becoming the best friend in your whole life. That if you didn't take that little risk and say hi, you would never know. You do the same thing with Instagram. And the way to do that is to follow them and then to like their latest post. Now this can be tricky if they're, you know, they have weird posts. You may want to like maybe not their latest post, but Instagram has limits on how many people you can follow. It will, depending on your account, you, you have account authority within Instagram. And this is all like computer algorithm stuff. It's nobody knows exactly, but it will be somewhere between 400 and upwards of a thousand people a day that you can follow. And you'll know you've hit the threshold even uh, by the minute. There's so many that you can follow because your account will just, as you go to hit follow, it'll just blink instead of actually going follow and turning that different color where it says following, it'll blink, like it'll stop. It won't let you follow them. And then you gotta wait 20 minutes or an hour. And then all of a sudden you can follow more people again. But who do you follow? Targeting is the key. Who, who are you gonna follow? Are you gonna follow some random thing? No, you're gonna look for accounts in your town that already have a high amount of followers that are local. So as a chiropractor, right? Who's your target demo? Maybe there's some yoga studios in town that have lots of followers, maybe Pilates. Maybe if you are more of a sports chiropractor, you would go after some local sports teams or um, different things like this. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna follow all of their followers, especially the most recent because they're active and they're on there right now. So you would follow maybe 20 or 30, like their latest post, and you will have a percentage of them that follow you back. And now you've just reached out and you've just touched someone and you said, hey, 
take a look at me because that's what we do when we get a new follow request is we click on their account and we see who is this person? Are they a weirdo or are they cool? Oh, wow, they're local. Whoa, they're a doctor. Man, I didn't even know that that place existed. I didn't even know that there was a practice over there. Let me see what they do. Oh, wow, they do, uh, looks like they're doing something with the pelvis. Oh, whoa, he's doing a conversation right here where he's talking about migraines or sciatica. And all of a sudden, they're going to follow you back and they're going to start seeing what you do in their practice. If you want to get more technical and you can go way down the rabbit hole if you got a ton of time, is you can kind of measure who's following you back. So you could take a week where you just go after one account. You could just say um, Amy's Yoga Studio that's got 20,000 followers and you're following, you know, you, you say, okay, I started off with 20 followers. This week I'm just going to follow everybody from Amy's and you're doing the follow and like thing for that week and you say, okay, at the end of this week, now I have 150 followers, all right? So with Amy's, I followed 1,000 people and 100 of them followed me back, right? And the next week you can go and you can find who your honey holes are. You can find the people who, um, and what you'll find in general, and I can save you from a lot of misery, the closer your account is to the account whose followers you're following, you're going to have a higher follow back ratio. So if it's. Okay. So I'm just going to have him clarify this because this is a huge nugget right here. No, no, this is what I'm saying. If, if I can find a local chiropractor who's got 20,000 followers, I'm going to have a much higher follow back ratio than if I follow in town, I have a deli because the people who are already interested in that account, they're hot, they're hot leads. They already follow a chiropractor in town. They're already interested in chiropractic. They're hot. Now I'm going to give you the net. Am I okay? Can I keep ranting? Okay. So now, and this is how, this is why this is so cool. You've put out who you are. You have photos of who you are. You have what you're about. You're following people who are already interested in you. Now you're going to take, and everybody who follows you back, you're going to reach out to them in some way. The easiest way to do this is each post that you put up every few days, the people who like it, and that number is going to be slowly increasing as you have more followers. Let's say it starts off with, off with five, and then after you know a few weeks of doing this, now you have 30 likes on your latest post. You're going to go in there. And you're going to click on who liked your post. So, so what, it, what it's basically saying is this person is interested enough in you to follow your account and now, now is seeing your posts on their feed and is taking a moment to say that they like it. This is a person who is interested in you. They are reaching out. In Instagram terms, they are stalking you. You know, like they are all over you. They, they, they want what you have, okay? So you have a hot person right now. Take those people and just reach out and say, hi, my name is Dr. Jeff. Okay, I just want you to know I'm available if you have any questions about your health. And then from there, you've introduced yourself, you're making yourself available. And then you have sort of a branch of things you could say anywhere from, hey, just so you know, I have a special going on right now. It's an Instagram special. It's half off on your x-rays. Or, hey, did you know I have a dinner with a doc workshop that's going on this month? 
can I save a seat for you? Or something like this. Hey, do you have sciatica or neck pain or whatever you guys do? Do you have any concerns about that that I can help you with? Everybody who responds back to you now, you have opportunities through DM to establish a patient relationship. So let's say they respond back to, um, oh, that's awesome. You have an Instagram special. Yeah, I was thinking about getting checked out. Great. That's amazing. What's a good number for me to give you a buzz and we can set you up with that? The, the trick is get out of DM as fast as you can. You need to contact them and get, get a phone number. Get out of DM. Get out. Okay? Or, wow, that's great. Um, you guys have a dinner with a doc? That's so cool. I've been thinking about doing that. Yeah, this is what we do in the dinner. This is what we talk about. Um, let, me, let me save a seat for you. Is there a number I can call you in a time that you're available and, and I'll get you RSVP'd for that? Or, yeah, I do have sciatica. Man, it's been killing me. Really, what's been going on with that? And when they start to talk and you get those long bubbles, hey, I actually would like to talk to you more about that. I think I can help you. It sounds like I can help you. What's a good number for me to give you a call? And we can kind of go down the rabbit hole. And, and then once you get on that phone, you're saying something like, honestly, I really think I can help you. Why don't you come in? I'll take a look at you. It doesn't cost anything. Free consult. You know, if we go from there, we take some x-rays. I can talk to you about what that would cost. But I really think I can help you. Let me take a look at you. I had a guy that wasn't even a client yet with Chirogram. This is how I got him to, to start with me. Was I told him to just do that. And he had, on one post, he had six day one appointments from just reaching out and doing that on those on those likes it's such an untapped resource uh, people invest time and money into facebook and there is opportunity there but because you have such a an opportunity right now with instagram there's so few people who are doing this sort of thing uh, and Facebook is a little more impersonal with the ads when you take a minute and you dm these people and you do this and it can be an automated dm you can have it copy pasted from your notepad. It doesn't have to be, a, it could take you 10 minutes to send it to those 30 people. And the ones that respond, now you have a conversation about what you do in chiropractic. You can do this or your, um, whoever's doing social media in your office can do this. Hey, my name is um, Tracy or whatever. I, I manage the account for Dr. Collins and then she's saying all these things, you know? So it doesn't have to be a time consuming thing that you do as well, but. That's sort of the strategy that I have everybody do chirogram doing. So good, right? That's solid. That's so solid. And it works. Okay. I hope you captured yeah, everything that Dr. Collins just said there. There is a huge market in Instagram, but it, it starts with the connection. So it's beyond the posts that you make. Yes, making posts, filling your feed is great. Um, but it's also taking that next step of engagement and i love the analogy that he shared here think of this will help think of I, I like to make this analogy because i think it's funny and people will remember it think of social media kind of like internet dating okay you could have you could have some and i and and i'm speaking not so much from experience but from assumption but if you put up a profile and it's got photos of you and how great you are at some point you're gonna have to like reach out and contact somebody if you ever want to go on a date okay you you have think of think of social media as like the the space in between 
actually meeting in person. It's a, it's a segue to that day one we're there in your office. It's a way to leverage one photograph or one explanation of what sciatica is for 60 seconds against 30,000 or 50,000 people to get you to that face-to-face. But it will, it does require energy and communication to create that face-to-face. It's not entirely automated because you don't do anything like that. I mean, people, you, you have to interact with human beings. It's just a different platform to do it. It's kind of like you have to call them on the phone, right? Well, this DM is a way to leverage against a lot of people or your account is a way to leverage against a lot of people to get to that phone call. Cool. Yeah. You, you got homework. You guys got homework now. All right. That was some great information from Dr. Christopher Collins. So I wanted him to share his contact information so you could go follow him on Instagram. Yeah, I have two accounts. One, if, if you want an example um, of what I'm doing tangibly on Instagram, it's at the neck doc, neck, because I do Atlas work. The neck doc is the account that I use for my practice and personal. The service that I offer chiropractors is all of that stuff that I was just describing, but it's automated for basically under a hundred bucks a month for you. So you don't have to do it. And that is chirogram.marketing at chirogram.marketing. And then the website is chirogram.net. And if you guys want any more information, just send me a message either through DM or send me an email or something and I'll talk to you. Just, uh, just quit thinking about it and just do it. Just start documenting what you guys are doing. It seems like an impossible task on the front end, but just do it and enjoy it. It's fun. Like you, you get to share who you are as a doc and the success that's happening in your practice. And it's awesome, man. Like you, you guys have gold. You're not trying to sell used cars or widgets. You have the keys to basically releasing people's bodies into normal function. It's a crime not to share that on a larger scale with people. So just do it, man. Stop being a, a weenie and just do it. Just start sharing what's going on in your practice. And you'll be surprised over time, steadily if you'll do that, the impact you have on the world as a result. So that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm getting ready to put up storm panels. Thank you so much. <laughs> sure, sure. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with Dr. Collins, everybody in Florida and everyone throughout the country that is experiencing uh, some really weather turmoil right now. But I hope that you enjoyed this. I encourage you to go follow Dr. Collins at the Neck Doc and or at chirogram.marketing. If you don't follow myself, you can also follow me at Cairo Social Tech. And my personal account is at Purdue Nicole, but all on Instagram. We're going to focus on Instagram for today. And you can reach our websites from the links in our Instagram bios. So again, something we didn't touch on is also Instagram bios. But I hope you got a world of information. Share with us your Instagram success stories. We are going to be diving into this more in our next Facebook live show as well. And we hope to have Dr. Collins back on again soon. Everybody have a wonderful day. Okay, so that is it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cairo Social Tech Raw. We will be bringing you a new podcast 
every single week. So make sure you hit the subscribe button if you like the information that you are getting. We'd love for you to leave us a review. You can connect with both Tristan or myself on social media, Facebook preference, any of the handles. So you will be able to find us at Cairo Sushi and Cairo Social Tech. We also want to encourage you to check out the show notes, all of the apps, all of the tools, anything mentioned, we will link to in those show notes. Until next week, have a fabulous rest of your day.